Good morning! Welcome to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We look forward to having you on the show. This morning's episode is titled Building the Ark of the Covenant. It will be focused on a study of Exodus chapter 26. Before going any further, we'll begin with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we're incredibly grateful for your word and to learn about how you commanded that the Ark of the Covenant to, was to be built and how Moses patterned the building of this and the congreg- table, uh, tabernacle of the congregation after the pattern he saw in heaven. Father, we also pray may that like you taught us to pray with the Lord's Prayer, that may your will be done on earth in our lives as it is in heaven. Speak to us today in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Up next, we shall listen to Exodus chapter 26. Chapter 26 Moreover, thou shalt make the tabernacle with ten curtains of fine twined linen, and blue, and purple, and scarlet. With cherubims of cunning work shalt thou make them. The length of one curtain shall be eight and twenty cubits, and the breadth of one curtain four cubits. And every one of the curtains shall have one measure. The five curtains shall be coupled together, one to another, and other five curtains shall be coupled one to another. And thou shalt make loops of blue upon the edge of the one curtain, from the selvage in the coupling. And likewise shalt thou make in the uttermost edge of another curtain, in the coupling of the second. Fifty loops shalt thou make in the one curtain, and fifty loops shalt thou make in the edge of the curtain that is in the coupling of the second, that the loops may take hold one of another. And thou shalt make fifty tacks of gold, and couple the curtains together with the tacks, and it shall be one tabernacle. And thou shalt make curtains of goat's hair, to be a covering upon the tabernacle. Eleven curtains shalt thou make. The length of one curtain shall be thirty cubits, and the breadth of one curtain four cubits. And the eleven curtains shall be all of one measure. And thou shalt couple five curtains by themselves, and six curtains by themselves, and shalt double the sixth curtain in the forefront of the tabernacle. And thou shalt make fifty loops on the edge of the one curtain that is outmost in the coupling, and fifty loops in the edge of the curtain which coupleth the second. And thou shalt make fifty tacks of brass, and put the tacks into the loops, and couple the tent together, that it may be one. And the remnant that remaineth of the curtains of the tent, the half-curtain that remaineth, shall hang over the back side of the tabernacle, and a cubit on the one side, and a cubit on the other side of that which remaineth in the length of the curtains of the tent. It shall hang over the sides of the tabernacle, on this side, and on that side to cover it. And thou shalt make a covering for the tent of ram skins dyed red, and a covering above of badger skins. And thou shalt make boards for the tabernacle of shittim wood standing up. Ten cubits shall be the length of a board, and a cubit and a half shall be the breadth of one board. Two tenons shall there be in one board, set in order one against another. Thus shalt thou make for all the boards of the tabernacle. And thou shalt make the boards for the tabernacle twenty boards on the south side southward. And thou shalt make forty sockets of silver under the twenty boards, two sockets under one board for his two tenons, and two sockets under another board for his two tenons. And for the second side of the tabernacle on the north side there shall be twenty boards. And there forty sockets of silver, two sockets under one board, and two sockets under another board. And for the sides of the tabernacle westward, 
thou shalt make six boards. And two boards shalt thou make for the corners of the tabernacle in the two sides. And they shall be coupled together beneath, and they shall be coupled together above the head of it unto one ring. Thus shall it be for them both. They shall be for the two corners. And they shall be eight boards, and their sockets of silver sixteen sockets, two sockets under one board, and two sockets under another board. And thou shalt make bars of shittim wood, five for the boards of the one side of the tabernacle, and five bars for the boards of the other side of the tabernacle, and five bars for the boards of the side of the tabernacle, for the two sides westward. And the middle bar in the midst of the board shall reach from end to end. And thou shalt overlay the boards with gold, and make their rings of gold for places for the bars. And thou shalt overlay the bars with gold. And thou shalt rear up the tabernacle according to the fashion thereof, which was showed thee in the mount. And thou shalt make a veil of blue, and purple, and scarlet, and fine twined linen of cunning work. With cherubim shall it be made. And thou shalt hang it upon four pillars of shittim wood overlaid with gold. Their hooks shall be of gold upon the four sockets of silver. And thou shalt hang up the veil under the tax, that thou mayest bring in thither, within the veil, the ark of the testimony. And the veil shall divide unto you, between the holy place, and the most holy. And thou shalt put the mercy seat upon the ark of the testimony, in the most holy place. And thou shalt set the table without the veil, and the candlestick over against the table on the side of the tabernacle toward the south. And thou shalt put the table on the north side. And thou shalt make an hanging for the door of the tent, of blue and purple and scarlet, and fine twined linen, wrought with needlework. And thou shalt make for the hanging five pillars of shittim wood, and overlay them with gold, and their hooks shall be of gold. And thou shalt cast five sockets of brass for them. Up next, we shall listen to a sermon by Reverend William Branham titled, The Ark. This was preached in 1955 on May the 22nd. We'll begin at paragraph 116 up to paragraph 177. I trust you find it to be a blessing. Christ, between the wrath of God, the judgment 
saved, to save us from our sins and to heal us from our sickness. Amen. Jesus stands in the way between judgment. The law was the judge. The law judged. But the atonement stood between the confessed believers and the judgment. There lay the judgment in the ark, ready to come forth. But when it did, it couldn't for those who are COVID standing between it and the believer. Amen. And the believer comes to accept Christ and the shadow and tight shed blood sprinkled upon the mercy seat, then he had mercy and could walk away rejoicing because he was free from judgment. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus that walk not as the flesh but the spirit. And when a man knows that he's died to the things of the world Amen. and knows again in Christ Jesus and walking according to the Hallelujah. Holy Spirit and not the ways of this sinful world, there's no condemnation to him that look in the face of hell and judgment and rejoice because there's a blood of Christ making a tomb and standing between him and judgment. Amen. 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 There you are. The believer wants to in the lid, shut down and settles it for all time. Amen. Amen. Gold deity laid over and underneath it and all around it, wrapped up in deity. Every man is coming to Christ, wrapped up in the Holy Spirit. Amen. And they come sons and daughters of God. Poor and just beat out gold. They got hot and beat And the beater of the gold beats the gold. He has to beat it with a hammer. And they keep the gold until he sees reflection in it. Then get her hot and pour her out on the ark and soak into the wood. Oh, my! When the Holy Spirit sees the power, Holy Ghost and power, poured out upon the believer, to the blood of Christ makes an atonement there for him, he's safe from all divine judgment. Does that include sickness? Yes, sir. Absolutely no. They don't say it won't push you about. It won't knock. It won't get on. You won't do this. But many are the afflictions of the righteous. Many times will the ark be tossed this way and that way. But the Lord delivers him out of them all. Many bounces have no honor. Many ups and downs and many scales that you ride, but you land on my Kosher, or the man that hell is first. 
by the ark. And brother, if you've never tasted God to see he's good, get into the ark one time. For there is where the man not on some full, carnal, free creed or something other, but in Christ. Inside. Come in at the door, and God will shut the door behind you. Keep the judgment down. Notice, as he walked in, he took this ark, also Aaron's rod was put in and butted. An old rod that was dead. A staff, a stick. No more than a piece of wood right there. But all life's gone through it. It's dry as it can be. But once put into that holy place, it lives again. Amen. Every sinner, I don't care how dull, how black, what a, your life has been, in the presence of Christ, you will live again. Amen. And bloom and bring forth blossoms. Oh, how sick you are, that doesn't matter, you will live yet. In the presence of the atonement. What a marvel. What a thing we have under consideration. What a scripture. What a God. What, what perfect. What a sure foundation. All other grounds is thinking sand. All other grounds is thinking sand. Notice. What a crown. Why? It was the king. What that gold crown in on top of a box mean? It meant that here was that gold hanging over. Humanity was covered with gold. Blood sprinkled on top of it and a crown laying on that. What a perfect type of Christ. And his deity, his love, he come forth into the world and laid himself over humanity, his church, his believers. Upon that he sprinkled his own blood. And we'll save whosoever will as you angels beat out of gold and their wings part across each other to mercy seat. Wherever believer come confess his sins, receive reconciliation. Amen. For his sins. There he is. Now look at him. The gold crown. Does that represent Christ? Yes. When Christ was here on earth, he was crowned with a crown of thorns to shed the blood. That's right. But every believer that comes to that shed blood pulls forth that crown of thorns and crowns him with the glory of praise and honor. Amen. Every believer that steps into his presence, accepts that blood from his presence, bow here with thorns and crowns him with glory and praise Amen. and majesty. As king of kings, as healer, as alpha omega, as the beginning and ending. Amen. As the counselor, the Prince of Peace, the mighty God, the everlasting Father. Noah was the Father in his ark. Moses the Father in his ark. Christ is the Father in his ark. Which is subject you people, the church, the believers, safely secure. I want you to notice again the approach to that ark comes through a way that you notice. Every man coming to that ark had to come through first the outer court. The next he had to come through was the inner veil. And into the Holy of Holies. That was Christ as prophet, as priest, as crown. First thing come, you see, he spoke of here. When he first comes to he was a prophet. A man coming to Christ must first come to the cross. The cross was his priesthood. The cross is that where it is represented in death. Therefore, that cross 
where God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. There's no man in his right mind can ever come in before the cross, brought before for what here Christ preached to him. Christ, the prophet, the preacher. Then the next thing he does, he goes to them for the atonement. He goes to the veil as a priest to intercede. Intercessions, making intercessions, sitting at the right hand of God, making intercessions for the believer. And the believer comes into his presence and then Christ makes intercessions for him. Upon for confession of what he believes when he comes to the cross. He comes up now to Christ. He said, Oh Christ, I know you preached to me to the cross, your word. I believe you. Will you have mercy on me? And Christ, the intercessor, intercessor. Then he goes right on into the ark, into the judgment there, and bears all of his judgment, taking away all sin and shame and reconciling to God through the propitiation of the blood, brings him back into fellowship with God and puts him in the ark safely forever. Amen. Nothing to worry about. No harm can be done. You're just as safe as you can be. Let the storms come. Let the, oh, everything take place. Let sickness strike. Let anything take place in the Satan desires and sins. God will rock you like you ever been. Don't worry, jumping out. Stay right in Christ. Say, Lord God, up on this rock, he said, I'll build my church in the gates of hell. It's going to operate against it. I believe thee, Lord Jesus. I now anchor my soul in a haven of rest. Oh, my. Christ, the chief captain of our salvation. There he stands, the great conqueror. He rents the veil to cut down all the little walls of the and inviting whosoever will to come and partake of his life. Be covered with his divine blessing that there'll be no judgment strike down. In a judgment strike, it can't hurt you. You may be sick for a little while. You may have to go through something for a little while. But remember, Christ is at the end. Amen. He never said this article set in a little whirlpool like that where there'd be no calm. This is calm as it can be. No, sir. He never carried a flower bed of ease. He never promised things easy, but he promised grace to sustain you in the time. I think of the poet said, Must I be carried home to heaven on a flower bed of ease? While others fought to win the prize and sail through bloody seas. No, I must hide if I must reign. Increase my courage, Lord. Yes, sir. Don't notice when the hard trials come. Just stay right in the ark and say, God, I'm safe forevermore. I've anchored my soul in a haven of rest to sail the wild seas no more. The tempest may sweep over the wild tiny but in Jesus I'm safe evermore. Let sickness come, let troubles come, let disheartenings, this heartaches and everything come that has nothing to do. We receive a kingdom that cannot be moved. Didn't say you can be jumped and fast and so forth, but God will land you as safely as you can be in his kingdom one of these days. Amen. Stay right in his heart. May the Lord bless you while we bow our heads just a moment. Our Heavenly Father, today as we look into his majesty there, we see him back there with Noah. Who is riding out those waves? Who is in that little old gopher wood ark? Or now the biggest battleship that we have cannot stand it. The whole earth rocks and tossed about thousands and thousands of miles out of its orbit and whirled about like a whirlpool out there in the waves jumping miles high in the air. The whole world covered these big old mountains being washed out of level ground. Whirling around in midnight darkness. Judgment. Dead bodies popping and floating. And a little old boat with gopher wood. Pitched in and without. And those 
your beloved believers head inside the ark just as safe as they can be. They didn't care. They've done just what you said to They followed your instructions. And he that followed your instructions will not be condemned or confounded. Finally, you cease the storm. The storms of life is over. Then we're landed safely in a new world. Dear Heavenly Father, today, upon the storm-tossed sea of life, we don't understand how it's done in the days when medical science is great, when the churches are making such great big things, but we just anchored away in Jesus. The storms come on, persecutions rise, but we follow the instructions. Thou wilt see us through. Granted, Heavenly Father, these blessings to each one. Bless the stranger in our gates this morning. Bless the unsaved, and may they become thy children. While we have our heads bowed, I wonder if there would be someone here that's outside of Christ would raise up your hand and say, Brother Brandon, I'm raising my hand to God just so you and he can fit. I want to be remembered and brought into the ark before it's too late. Will you pray for me? Would you just raise your hand and say, remember me? God bless you, sir. God bless you, sir. God bless you. Bless you, sister. God bless you, brother. When the storms of life is raging, stand by me. Now, I can't make your decision, friend. I can only pray for you. You have to make your decision. I don't believe there's any honest-hearted person who could come into the presence of His Majesty and see the love that He's promised. How would you raise your hand for? Something's knocking at your heart. That's God trying to pull you into the ark. No man can come to me except my Father draws him. And all that comes to me, I will know I cast out. I'll give him everlasting life, raise him up to the last day. Don't be scared. God's driving the wind. God's driving the ark. He has all things provided. Why Noah wouldn't have any victories, wouldn't have been storms, trials. If we just put through a little safe tunnel to run through, there's no joy. The storms of life, what makes us have is joy. We'd never know what daylight was unless we had some dark. We'd never know what a hilltop was unless we had a mountain. We'd never know what good health was unless you had some sickness. You'd never know how to enjoy salvation unless you once the sinner. God made all things the law of contrast. He loved you. Now, while you have your head bowed and your hands up, Father God, I pray that today, as the door is still open, the people are coming from the east and west, north and south, gathering in. Great signs are happening in the skies, fearful sights. The comets of the air is being split. The hydrogen is being burned out. Tossers of flying missiles that cannot be understood. Some sort of intelligence they think from somewhere else they don't know. Science they find out mysteriously slipping down on the scene with lightning speed. Oh, God, we're near the end. In the great pyramids that Eden built, the last chamber's gone through. Ready for the king's chamber now. The coming of the Lord right in the top of the keystone. 
all the calendar of astronomy points like straight to the stars of the planet. As they did it the first time when the wise men looked up and saw the stars, they said, there are the great kings coming. Now the stars are pointing again. All natures are groaning. Man's heart is filled with fear. Perplexity of time distressed between nations. The fear roars. Big tidal waves breaking everywhere, killing hundreds up and down the bank. Horses' carriages going through the highways of the broadways. Seem like torches running like lightning. And we pass right on by these milestones as if it was nothing. Oh, God, stop us quickly. Cross this sinful world by the preaching of the gospel. Save those who put up their hands today, Lord Jesus. Grant it today. May thy provided mercy rest upon each of them. May they be right now. Nothing I could do, nothing else can be done. Theirs is the next move. You sent the Holy Spirit. He put the word in their heart. They raised their hand if they believed it. You said, He that believeth this shall never perish but have everlasting life. Come, Lord. Settle it with them forever. They believe you, and they believe your word now. You said, He that heareth my word, then preach. Believe it on him that sent me. We do. Pass because he did everlasting life and shall never have judgment. But pass some judgment unto life safely in the ark. Lord, let them rise as new like new men, new women, new boys and girls. Go from this little tabernacle they were this handful of people together. I fully new lives to preach the gospel, to teach and to do, exalt Christ everywhere. Grant it, Lord. Bless us now, we pray through Jesus' name. Amen.
God put the stars in the skies and they remain. You hung the sun in its orbit and it stays there. You set the moon up there in the skies and put it a watch over the sea. You set its boundaries that it cannot pass. Thou did speak and they did obey. Lord God, you speak to man's heart. May it always be flexible and ready to soak in the Spirit and do the things that God has commanded. And Heavenly Father, thou spoke to my heart this morning, your unworthy servant. And I spoke to the people that you want to speak individually to each one of them. And now, Father, I went down in commemoration of your revelation to me and laid my hands upon them. And Father, whatever you put on their heart at that time, God, may it be their everlasting decision right there, knowing that your spirit is here now, placing upon their hearts exactly. If they're crippled, may they walk. If they're blind, may they see. If they're distressed, may they be made happy. If they have troubles, may it be taken away. Grant it, Lord. If they're trying to make a decision, may the right decision come just now. May the Holy Spirit reveal all these things that we have need of. Grant it, Lord. We're here at the altar waiting on you, worshiping you. Now, Father, if there's some here that you haven't spoke to as yet, may your spirit now surge down. May it move up and down this altar and reveal everything. Make every heart sure, Lord. Make it positive. There'll be no doubt, no word at all. May your spirit just take away all friction. And back in the audience to these dear people, the well, those who are not in trouble, those who you have blessed and sitting here with health and strength this morning, all they're praying for these others, their comrades, Lord. They've had life problems, and they know that you've helped them. And now, Father, we're praying with one accord that you'll send your spirit and confirm everything, Lord, to have heart. As we wait humbly with your great Holy Spirit anointing, moving, Amen. doing that thing which we feel it is right. Grant it, Lord. Now with our heads bowed, everyone, being in prayer, we're going to sing some songs. Don't be weary now. I am not a fanatic. You know that? By and I know it not. But something definitely spoke to me that I'll speak to them. You just caught them up here. I did what he said to you. Now, while we have our heads bowed and singing songs, just see what he'll tell you. What did he tell you? That's him talking. We're walking the line. It's such a beautiful line. Comes where the two drops of mercy are bright. Shine all around us by day and by night. Jesus, the light of the world. While we sing softly, Everyone in prayer, we
As we get towards the end of this episode, we end with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your mighty love. We thank you for your word that you've imparted into our souls today. Father, may you help us to be molded in the image of this word, which is your being, which is your Son. In the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We hope to continue to earn your viewership throughout the year as we read the Bible from cover to cover. To make this a better listening experience for you, we'd really appreciate your feedback. So please email us at honeyintherock2020 at gmail.com. We also have accounts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So please follow us, share our pages, and subscribe. Now we'll leave you with the parting song. God richly bless you. Show. Sure.